yeah, I mean, at the time I was like, that's so much money. Um, I was like 21 and just happy to be there. You were like, felt like you won the lottery basically. Yeah. I was like, this is so nice of them to pay me this much money. And it was so fun. Um, which it, it is a lot of money, but thinking about it now, I'm like, I would never work for six hours. (laughs) Um, Times change. Hey, I'm Cassidy Brooke, a full-time equine photographer with a passion for helping other photographers create the life of their dreams. When I abruptly quit my corporate job without any idea of what I was going to do, I suddenly found myself picking up a $400 camera, downloading a free app on my iPad, and taking photos of any horse I could get in front of my camera. That little hobby sparked a six-figure business, which allows me to live life on my terms. Now, I'm here to help you grow your photography business so that you can make your wildest dreams your reality. This is the Equine Photography Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Equine Photography Podcast. I am so excited today to be joined by Shelby of Shelby Phillips Photography. Welcome to the show, Shelby. Hello. Thank you. I'm so excited. I know. I'm so excited to have you here and chat about some like random things that I feel like nobody else I don't know, a story I haven't heard yet. So everybody stay tuned for that. Why don't you just like briefly introduce yourself and talk a little bit about like your photography business and what all it entails. So in addition to being a photographer, I'm a full-time actor trying to be. Um, So I have a BFA in drama from NYU Tisch, which is super rad and fun. Um, And coming out of college, I knew it wouldn't be like it is when you're constantly training in a conservatory program where you're like acting your face off 14 hours a day, seven days a week, which is amazing. But I, before I graduated was asking myself, you're guaranteed to be unemployed most of the time. It's the fact (laughs) of being an actor, Um, horrible and wonderful. It makes when you get the job feel so amazing. Mm -hmm. In the in-between, I was just trying to find a way to stay creative where I could mostly work for myself and not worry about a nine to five and all that, which I was doing. And I was kind of like, I'm good at taking photos. So I was doing this um, Shakespeare conservatory program in Oxford, which was amazing. And I told my friends like, do you want to just do some fun photos? I can't guarantee they'll be good. And then they ended up being really good. And I was like, I'm going to do this. (laughs) So I started out doing like city hall weddings and I would structure it. So thinking about them and myself and how do you make like a quick elopement really special and fun. I would cover the ceremony at city hall, which is like in and out five minutes, you exchange rings, no vows, no anything. They don't even really talk. They just say I do. Um, And then afterwards I live in New York city. So city hall is downtown by the Brooklyn bridge. So I would take them on the Brooklyn bridge. And then there's an old subway station there. That's amazing. And then do some stuff on the street with the high rises. And that slowly became shooting weddings full time. And it just took a few people to trust me and be like, okay, you've never done a full wedding, but I've seen your engagement photos. I've seen your city hall photos. Like, let's just go for it. I think I charged $500 for my first wedding and I six hours oh uh, and not including like all the editing and your equipment and like you lost a lot of money but it was probably a good time and a good learning experience yeah I mean at the time I was like that's so much money um I was like 21 and just happy to be there you were like felt like uh, you won the lottery basically yeah I was like this is so nice of them to pay me this much money and it was so fun um which it it is a lot of money but 
like thinking about it down, like I would never work for six hours. That much. <laughs> um, Times change. Yeah, I know. And it was, it was this beautiful backyard wedding in the Hamptons. The couple flew all their friends in from Australia. I was again, just like, this is the coolest thing ever. And it just sparked this love for being able to continue to be a storyteller when I'm not doing the acting myself or telling the story through my body and my voice and just being able to be behind the camera and say like as someone who's an actor and knows how to tell a story or how I want to tell a story to be able to do it for other people and what's wonderful about being a wedding photographer is it's actually really unintrusive you literally just follow people around all day do whatever you want and it just like when you feel free like that the work is so beautiful and so wonderful and everyone gets excited um and then I think one day someone at my barn was like I want you to do photos of my kid and her horse we've had him forever he's like her heart horse but she wants to move up so we do need to send him back can you take photos I was like I've never done it before I will do my best and they actually texted me last week and it's been like five years at this point but they're like we were we were looking at the photos of Liz and Barron and we just want you to know like they're the most special photos in our life oh and oh my god I love that thing. so then I was like oh I can take photos of horses too like how cool I do compete and I have horses all that and it just became this wonderful crossover and then I just went to WEF one year and accidentally started this full-time job of horse shows as well so I'm very much like go with the flow like yes man like of course I'll go do this why not and it just has been working out so I love that so much what a (laughs) what a unique story like not a lot of people are like well um I was in acting and then I started randomly doing weddings and that turned into going to WEF like of all things not just like oh I shot like a backyard horse show it's like no I was at WEF um so that's pretty epic How do you feel like it translates? Like, so I did one wedding and it was the most like stressful six hours of my life. It was for my husband's friend. I hope they're not listening to this. Although I did tell them that it was stressful and they knew it. (laughs) (laughs) And like you, I like preface by saying like, I don't know how these are going to turn out. I'm not a wedding photographer. I do pictures of horses, but I do see similarities in the way like a wedding day goes to how a horse show goes. Like you basically have no control and you have to go with the flow. What, like how, how did you go from weddings to something as big as WEF? And like, do you feel like the weddings really helped prepare you for that? Yeah. So I think, I think all creating is very much just trusting. Like I have an idea of what I want to do. Like in acting, you go into rehearsal and you're like, okay, this is what, this is the goal. This is what feels good right now. But you get on stage and like something in the other person's tone changes or something backstage goes wrong and you just have to do it on the fly. Um, So stress management, I think, came with my BFA. It's like part of the curriculum. (laughs) Okay. Um, And it's like the same thing with weddings. And even if you want to talk about a horse show schedule, you're like, this is where it's happening. This is the time it's supposed to happen. These are the things we need or who's shooting it. Because I always have a second shooter with me. So we always have a schedule who's where and when. And I don't know what your experience was with your husband's friend's wedding, but I wouldn't say anything ever goes terribly wrong. The most stress I've ever had to deal with is like, we don't have time to do these photos right now. Like, are we going to get them done at another time or do we want to throw them out the window? And that's sometimes a conversation I have to have. But I would say the most stressful part of a shooting of shooting a wedding for me personally is getting the kiss. And that is it. 
That is the one thing that I'm like, it has to happen. I cannot fail at this. And I'm going to stand here and my camera better work. And if it doesn't, I have another camera right here. And I always tell the couple, I'm like, kiss longer than you think you need to. Make it uncomfortable for everyone else. Have a great time. We're all happy to see it. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, I think it's the same with horse shows too. Like you, you make a schedule the night before and you say this person's going in this ring and they're going to go third in the order. And then they go 12th in the order. Um, and they go six hours later than they were supposed to. And, you know, or you're like, Hey, I ran to this ring and actually the trainer's on the horse. So, um, where do I need to be? And just, you know, we have a great group chat when we go to Florida and it's constantly going off, which is awesome. Yeah. I think just go with the flow worry about the things you can control and everything else. Just do it as best you can and apologize later if you need to. But we've luckily never run into an issue where something goes so wrong that someone's upset from like a client. Yeah. Yeah. So are you doing primarily horse that horse shows now or still weddings just kind of like going back and forth? What's your like primary focus now? I don't have a primary focus. (laughs) (laughs) I just, you know, I think it's, fair to say about like whether it's the weddings or the horses like I don't have a consistent show schedule I work with Ashley Newhoff who gave me my first chance at doing this and I could not be more grateful for her she asked me to come work with her at WEF and help her out which turned into working with her full time and I did WEF 2021 and then this year again 2022 and she's had me help her with some things in between but most recently she asked me to come work for her at Dinard um, to shoot the Rolex week there, which is in France. And it's amazing. And I was like, I can't believe this is my job. So I would say this year, like I'm shooting more horse shows and I'm trying to shoot less weddings. Cause I shot too many last year and burnt myself out. And I kind of said, like, I want to shoot more horses, less weddings. And Ashley is, has always been and continues to be very generous with saying, Hey, can you come shoot this with me? Or I can't make this this week. Like, can you go cover it for me? And it's just been like the most incredible change in my career. So I don't know if it'll continue to be my focus again. Like I'm very much just like a Sagittarius who just does whatever and is like, yeah, sure. I'll change my whole life. I'm going to go do this one thing today and then change it again tomorrow. Yeah. It's it's like really fun though. Like when you said you got kind of burnt out on weddings, like I kind of, so my business, the way it works is like typically in the spring and the fall, I do a lot of portrait sessions in the summer. I do more shows in the winter. I go to Florida a little bit and I work with brands like year round. But if I just had to do like portrait sessions every, you know, like that was my only thing I did. I would think I would get really burnt out on it with shows. If I was going to shows every week and doing that, I think I'd get burnt out on it. So I think having like a balance of a variety of things that you do is really important for like, I don't know, your creative soul to be able to like not feel burnt out. And you can take the things that you know and do in wedding photography and probably have a unique perspective when you're shooting horse shows. Yeah. So one thing actually that actually told me is I had no horse show experience I like know when in theory when you should be taking the photo of the horse over the jump and I know it varies like jumpers to hunters like you can be more lenient in the jumpers of like what kinds of shots you're taking in terms of like the action shots but she said to me that what made her be like oh she's great like I wanted to work with me is that I did do weddings and my like documentary candid style was great and most of the time she puts me at the back gate because the candidates are like my jam and I have the best time with them and they just make me so happy um and I think that 
you know, shooting weddings and doing all of that really plays to that strength. Yeah, absolutely. What would you say to someone who is, you know, right now doing some, you know, some type of photography and they want to get into shows and they're like, um, that's amazing. She like got to go to France and shoot like Rolex week. Like that's insane. What an amazing opportunity. Like what advice would you have for somebody who wants those kind of opportunities? Like how can they be putting themselves out there and what should they be doing so that those kind of opportunities, you know, come their way too? So I think that what's amazing about this industry and the way that now private client photography is working is that everyone has a different eye. And for the most part, I would say, at least from a perspective of someone who now has the luxury of thinking like, oh, I get to hire a private photographer at the show who's going and what photos do I see myself in? I think from a photographer's point of view, if you're like, okay, I really want to do horse show photography. I don't know where to start. Like the market is so saturated. Find the shows you want to shoot or the shows that like will get you the closest there, maybe that will help you step up to shooting that show at another time. Find someone who's working that inspires you and maybe not necessarily a photographer that is going to have like a huge client list. And you're like, yeah, I want to go work for this person because ultimately when you're, you know, curating your work and feeding your soul as an artist, what you want to do is work as yourself to continue to build yourself to be the best person and what kind of work inspires you to be like, that's the kind of work I want to do. For me, at the end of the day, the work that inspires me is the work where I'm like, it really speaks to me. And that's the kind of storytelling I want to do when I feel like I can do. And, you know, find one of those people. And if publicly they're looking for help and they're like, I need a shooter at the show, or I'm looking to add to my team here, reach out and say like, Hey, I'd really love to work for you. Or even if there's someone here, like, I love your work. Like, can we have a conversation or something like have one really, really solid mentor in your life who is really going to like nurture you as an artist? Because at the end of the day, what this industry has really become is truly art. It's not just OP work anymore. Mm -hmm. It's not Um, just like one great standard jump shot. There's so much more to it. Which is great. And like, trust me, I buy them all and I blow them up on my wall and I love looking at them. But (laughs) I was just at Saratoga and I gave my girlfriend my camera. She took this amazing photo of me like leaning over my horse and hugging his neck. And it is the most valuable photo in my life from a horse show. And it just, it was so simple. She had no idea what an amazing- I was gonna say, like, is she a trained photographer or was that just sheer luck that like she got that shot? She went to film school. So she knows what she's doing and she's a good producer of BuzzFeed. So she does the visual thing all the time. But she's never taken a photo of her horse in her life unless it was like me on the horse on her iPhone. And she was yeah. just a proud girlfriend moment. Um, she, yeah, she took this beautiful photo and it it it's the most special thing to me. Isn't it funny uh, how that is like, so I was just at a show this past weekend and like there were great jumping shots. And like my favorite one is me like smiling and looking like at the in gate because it was like, oh, it was a great round. And I was smiling at everyone who was standing there and like, those kind of pictures are the ones that like hit you. And it's, it's funny because myself as a private client photographer, I feel so much pressure around like getting like all the jump shots and making sure there's like great jump shots in there. And not that that's not important, but the more people I talk to, like they care so much more about like the big pat at the end, leaving the ring or, you know, their mom or the groom giving a treat on the way out. Like those moments are so, I don't know, just like undervalued it's like, it's not just the jump shot. It's everything in a horse show. Like there's so much more to it. Yeah. I, I think that, you know, and this isn't true of everyone. Like some people could not care less about 
photos and that's fine. I am not that person. <laughs> and I love them so much. My trainer constantly makes fun of me. She's like, photos are not the most important part. And I'm like, the only reason I horse show <laughs> they are part of it. Um, but thank you for your input. Um, <laughs> you're I, wrong, but it's fine. Yeah, I think the photo, like having someone to tell your story has just become part of the horse show experience, especially when you're showing these crazy, amazing places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think photos have just become part of the experience and being able to tell the story of like, this is my first time on this horse and I've never done the low adults, but he stepped me up to it and I trust him with my whole life. And now I have this photo of me leaning over his neck and you can't see my face, but I know I'm sobbing. Mm-hmm. And that's just like so special. And like the photos like that, that I take of other people are the ones that inspire me the most. And the ones where I go, okay, I really love my job. And like, this is what I want to do. Yeah, absolutely. So when you're at a show and let's say, you know, you just have your list of clients you're covering, like, are you positioning yourself? You're just like, I'm always going to be like by the end gate so I can get like those amazing moments. Or is there something like, how are you getting those shots? You know, like you're, if that's like what the storytelling you want to do, how are you making sure that you're in position to get like those shots? I walk really fast. Um, <laughs> the first year I worked at WEF, Ashley had to tell me I have to stop like jogging next to the ring to get where I want to go. She was like, just put yourself somewhere where you you know the lighting is right. And like, you don't have to think about that too much. Like get the good shots. Do not stress. Please stop running. You're going to scare someone. <laughs> and I own that. And I've gotten a lot better at it. I would say, you know, when we're shooting bigger classes, they're are usually three of us and we have the luxury of being all over the ring and not having to run. But if I'm shooting something alone and I am like, this is someone I need to get to the back gate for because I know they will cry no matter what, or like laugh, or the grooms are really cute, or the family gets so hyped and like screams at the end gate, which we have a few of those and they're amazing. I'll be like, okay, I'm going to go get these really great two jump shots from here. And then I'm going to use the last three fences to kind of calmly get to the back gate and get my candidates from there. Yeah. Or I think like if I can, if it works out magically where I know I can get the last jump and the jump off, a really great jumping shot somewhere there and then get to the back gate, I'm going to say like two jumps plus beautiful candidates are more important to me than shoot every single jump, run and hope you get the candidates. Like for me, I'm real. I'm not thinking of like from a technical point of view and I'm not planning out moments that I hope I get. I'm just thinking like, how do I give myself my best chance at telling the story the way that I know I want to, whether it happens or not on the other side of my camera? Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I think it's funny because the more you work with like the same client over and over again, which, you know, I love that about private client photography is just like the relationships you develop with people, which, you know, obviously as like an OP, you're not going to be developing relationships with people unless you're just, you know, it's people that are going to the same show again and again. Um, but there's just like, I don't know, a magic in knowing like, oh, this family, I know they're all going to be at the end gate cheering. I know this person's going to throw the rings and give a giant hug and being like prepared for that is, you know, I, something that can't be like undervalued about having a, a private client photographer, like somebody that knows you and knows, I don't know, just how to get those shots. Like, that's everything. And I, I honestly, like uh, half of the reason I horse show at least is for the pictures. <laughs> yeah. I am the first person in the OP's tent when that's how I have to shop my photos that week. And I'm like, are they up yet? You're Did like they want person. to upload? I'm here. <laughs> You're like, I'm ready to buy all of them. I have my checkbook. Like, let's go. Just take my card. Just run it. <laughs> just, yeah. I don't even want to know the number. Just give me all the pictures. 
<laughs> yeah, and most of my friends are not horse people, surprisingly. So my whole Instagram is horse people. And I feel like, you know, because casting directors in the film TV theater world do look at your Instagram sometimes. I feel like they look at my Instagram and they're like, is she an actor? Like just a certified like horse girl. Horse girl. How about both? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hello. Get the really cool role as the like horse girl in the show. Dude, I'm trying. My I would just do stunt double work my yeah. whole life happy and there's such a demand for it really I guess yeah. horses are like really in in tv aren't they like people I mean think that's pretty epic I mean horses are really cool but I feel like we're having like our moment to shine yeah and most of the time when you know you'll watch a movie and you'll be like oh it's six men riding horses but five of those stone actors are women with shoulder pads in stop but Fun fact. there's just not enough men that can ride who are willing to do it that seems crazy who knows? I'm okay with it. More yeah. opportunity for me, right? Yeah, right. All like, the shoulder pads on me. Right. <laughs> I feel like they, you are like tiny. I feel like they need a lot of shoulder pads on you, but <laughs> worth it. Maybe. We'll see who I can play. Right. <laughs> I could play like Timothy Chalamet's stunt double. They wouldn't have to add me. <laughs> you could just have your physique. It's fine. Yeah, it'd be great. Oh my gosh. I love it. So, all right. So traveling for shows, like going to different states, different countries. How do you handle that? I do you just love traveling and it doesn't feel stressful to you like how are you managing the long hours and days and weeks that come with traveling for horse shows I love it it's so exciting and fun and I like have always loved airports and I've flown and traveled my whole life so it's kind of like second nature to me like I'm a pro at the airport you see me at security and I'm like through in 30 seconds because everything gets thrown on the belt and off and I'm done I'm gone I just love it I think it's so fun and such an exciting way to just say like I have a client who has asked me to fly to this place in the country and they are so excited to have me that I get to do this thing and I'm really productive on planes because it really makes me sit down in front of my laptop and do work Um, and I usually am not stressed traveling traveling unless something is going terribly wrong that I might miss my shoot but luckily that's never happened and nowadays like I'm planning a, like a, if I have one shoot on one day but I need to fly there I've booked out three days for it yeah just in case yeah airplane like it's too sketchy at airports right now to be like playing around with that with how many flights get canceled and delayed and stuff <laughs> so stressful so stressful yeah but luckily this year I've been pretty okay <laughs> What about like the long days? I mean, are you ever at shows for just like an entire day, like 14 hour days at shows? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would say at WEF on Saturdays, you are pretty much guaranteed to be there 8 a.m. to 10 or 11 p.m. When we shoot the night classes, nine times out of 10, we do our editing at the show to get them up especially if we have a client that wins or places really, really well, or we're just like, that was their first time jumping a three star. So we're going to get their photos up immediately, no matter how it went. We're usually there pretty late just to make sure that work gets done. When it comes to other days where it kind of comes as a surprise that it ended up being a long day, I just drink lots of coffee. And if I can go to bed early, and if, you know, if not, I'm pretty good at working on no sleep. I think going to NYU was a lot and really prepared you to not sleep, which is not great. But I, I just kind of try to ride the momentum of, you know, I worked a 14 hour day yesterday and now it's Sunday and I have to shoot an 8am or 7am during Hunter week. Um, And just letting the excitement of the job and, you know, 
saying to yourself, I'm really tired, but I know today's so important to my clients. So like, let's do the work I would want to get from my photographer. Yeah. I think uh, like always switching your mindset to be like, instead of being like, I have to do this. It's like, wow, I get to do this. Like whenever I'm like, man, I got to do this. I'm like, Cassie, how freaking amazing is it that this is your job? Like, this is a dream job. Like you literally get paid to take pictures of horses. It just doesn't get any cooler than that. It's amazing. And what I will say is like, everyone's allowed to have a bad day and not feel great about their job or be like, I really wish I had today off. And that's totally normal and fine. But when it comes down to it, I'm like, I would love to be in bed right now, but also what better thing to be doing than to be here taking photos of horses or like when it comes to weddings, like the biggest day of someone's life Mm -hmm. and just reminding yourself, like you need to show up for them because they don't know that you're tired. Thinking about that. And at the end of the day, what you want is that like email or text message that says, oh my gosh, I cannot believe you took this. This made me cry or Mm -hmm. I'm so happy because I also know how I react to my photos. Oh, for sure. What is your favorite part about photography in general, shows or weddings? The, The love the love that is in so many of the photos. And if it's your wedding, like ideally you're happy to be there. (laughs) There should be a lot of love, right? Like if not something maybe went wrong. They all seem pretty happy to be there. So that's great. Um, Or when it comes to the sport, just the love that people have for these animals and the respect and the way that their partnerships really shine through and being able to just give that to someone and say like, Hey, I saw this and now you get to see it. And now you have a photo that really speaks to how much you love your partner or how amazing your wedding was or how much you love your horse. Mm -hmm. So rewarding and just exciting. It is. It's like magic when you get that photo where you're like, Oh my God, if this was a picture of me right now, I would hundred percent cry and have this blown up and put on my wall. And like when you can get that for somebody else who can have that for the rest of their life and it can be, you know, printed and put on a wall and their grandkids can see it. It's just like, I don't know. It's sort of a magic. I feel like. Yeah. I just shot a wedding a week and a half, two weeks ago. And it was for a couple that I've had booked for a little over two years, I think a year and a half, two years. And it was at this venue I've been dying to shoot at. And I love the couple. I did their engagement photos. So I've kind of already been on this journey with them. And I think I got home at midnight, one in the morning, and I sent them previews immediately. Because you were like so excited to go through and see them. I could not handle myself all day. I was just popping up the previews on my camera, taking a picture, sending them to my girlfriend. And I was like, look at this. I know. She was like, that's beautiful. I'm like, no, Jordan, you don't understand. You're like, no, it's magic. It's not just beautiful. Like you don't get it. Yeah. And I, I've just been like editing their photos so quickly and just being like, I put more up, I put more up and they're so happy and I'm so happy. And we're friends. Yeah. We have a double date planned. It's really cool. So we're just Uh, I love them. Yeah. I love that. That's like the best feeling. Sometimes I'll be driving home from a shoot and like at a stoplight, pulling my camera out of the bag and like taking a picture with my phone, be like, Oh my God, this is the one. And I, there's like 2000 pictures to go through. And I'm like, Oh my God, it's amazing. That's like the most, I don't know. It like reminds you why you do it. You know, when you get that kind of shoot or wedding or, you know, show photos. hundred percent. So swapping a little bit, um, what's your least favorite part about show photography specifically? I think if I had to pick anything, it's the long hours when it's a hundred degrees out. Yes. (laughs) But there's no, like, there truly is no bad part of it. Maybe maybe then to like ring conflicts, which just are like stressful, but I I really wouldn't say there's a bad part of it. They just are my least 
favorite parts where I'm just like, we're going to make it happen. I don't know how, and I am sweating, but we're going to make it happen. That is like the most stressful part. Like when I do, when I shoot, it's just me. And you know, every once in a while clients just happen to be going at the exact same time. And I talked, I did a podcast with Kate from Engage Kate a few weeks ago. We were talking about, it's like, that's like the worst feeling when you're standing at one ring, shooting a client, knowing somebody else is going and that you can't be in two places at once is like, it's like, you don't have control over it because you can't control the ring. So it's like, I don't have control. I can't, like, I'm just, I let this go. I'm at peace, like not going to have anxiety about it, but it is like the worst feeling when you, I don't know, there's only one of me. We're so lucky to have a team of three people pretty consistently. Sometimes there's a fourth person who comes down to Florida, but to be able to just have that team and say like, I cannot make this happen. Can anyone please help me? Or even having strong enough relationships with other photographers in Florida to be like, Hey, can you just stand by this ring just in case I cannot make it? Yeah. And if you see me walking, just take one photo for me, please. Right. And I'll handle the rest and tap you out. As, I'm like, as you're sprinting over there. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, but having a team has been I, I could not do it alone. I do not know how people do it alone and I applaud people for it, but I it would be too much. Yeah. Be, doing it by yourself is, uh, I mean, it's stressful. I try and be really good about being like, oh, I'm only going to take on a few clients. And most of the time I'm good about it. But every once in a while, someone's like, hey, can you do this too? And it's hard to say no, because I want the pictures and I want everyone else to have the pictures too. Yeah. And you're showing at the same time. Yeah, to add stress to it. What is your favorite like camera and lens setup that you've got for show photography specifically? I have the Nikon 850 and my 70-200. Never fails me. I have fun stuff on top of that, but if I only had to choose one setup, I could work with that all day. Classic, yeah. Yeah, I I mean, I only shoot with a 70-200. to I don't have anything longer. And for the rings that I shoot in, it's Plenty long and I have enough megapixels that I can crop in when I need to. Yeah. I just got the 300 this year and it's insane. Is it super, like, is it worth it? Is it, can you Absolutely. not go back now? No, I thought to myself this year, like, oh, I'll just rent it and rent it whenever I want to, but it ends up like over two to three years, it ends up being the same cost as just buying it. So I was yeah. like, you know what, uh, end a circuit treat to myself. Why not? And it is worth the money if it's something like someone is able to spend on gear or wants to invest in gear beyond your trusty like 70 to 200, which will never fail you. But I, when I was at T-Bird, I was so happy to have it because I kind of shot some of T-Bird alone and it was just me and the clients. And then I shot some other stuff for fun, but to have the 300 to like reach all the way across that ring which is gorgeous and amazing um and to just get like maximum photos was unreal amazing and then in Denard too it's a massive field and they're just so beautiful I can't get over it yeah it's yeah it's amazing okay sold I'm buying one amazing (laughs) (laughs) you convinced me oh you've pulled my arm I'll do it it's heavy. So like start doing your arm workout. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like there's and nothing like sprinting across the showgrounds with like your bag and like your camera and lens and like, you're just dying as you're like sprinting to get to the next, you know, your next client. Yeah. Put your camera strap though, not on the body, put it on the lens so that you don't destroy your connector. Yeah. Cause you don't, it's the so lens- heavy that it will just like snap it off. Yeah. And use the little handle it comes with oh the like attachment, use it yeah. as a hand carry like a baby (laughs) sprinting around holding it like a baby I like it okay Shelby well thank you so much for coming on the way I love to end these is just rapid fire questions amazing 
I like to do one sentence or less. Almost nobody actually succeeds at one sentence or less, but I don't know. You've got the acting skills, so you might be the first person to do it. (laughs) All right. Are you ready for the rapid fire questions? I am. Your favorite place you've ever shot? Denard. That was easy. (laughs) Horse show or wedding? Oh boy. Uh, Wedding with horses. (laughs) Okay. I'll let it go. Which I've done. <laughs> That's fair. That's a fair um, answer. Uh, your favorite color for a horse? Dappled bay with blaze and stockings all around. Is that what your horse is? I wish. He's so <laughs> I love him anyway, but... Um, we won't missing, let him listen to this. He's missing two socks. I know. Like, I love you, Quo. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. We'll make sure he doesn't hear this. I'll censor it. Thank you. <laughs> Do you prefer photo shoots in spring or fall? Spring. Show photography or a portrait session? Show photography. Buy the new lens or buy the new camera? I have to go over on this one. More than one sentence. That's fine. Everybody does. Some brands have better glass and some brands have better bodies. So know your camera and your brand and decide based on that. That's fine. I'll accept that answer. I will permit it. You did get on all the other ones. So I'll let you have one longer answer. Thanks, Cassidy. (laughs) (laughs) Anytime, you know, no big deal. (laughs) Any final thoughts or anything that we didn't talk about that you feel like the people need to know? If I had to give any advice to any photographer, it's nourish your artistry and do what feels good for you, even if it means shooting more weddings one year or moving over to horses or whatever you want to do, like trust your heart. You will create your best work when your heart is happy and you're doing what you really want to do. So take care of yourself. Yeah. I love that. That's really important. And I don't think it's talked about enough in a, like, I mean, having like the periods of rest and doing the things that fill your soul is important in any work, but especially when it's like an art, when you go into shoots and like, you're just burnt out, you are never going to do the best work that you can. Yeah. I'll also tell people, you know, this job is amazing and it takes up a lot of time and it takes you everywhere, but make sure to find other things you love for the days where you're like, I'm so tired. I need to go knit or needlepoint or read because I'm really passionate about reading or write or write music or whatever, like have other things that nourish your heart. So it's not so dependent on this one job, which can take a lot out of you. Hey, I'm Cassidy Brook, a full-time equine photographer with a passion for helping other photographers create the life of their dreams. When I abruptly quit my corporate job without any idea of what I was going to do, I suddenly found myself picking up a $400 camera, downloading a free app on my iPad, and taking photos of any horse I could get in front of my camera. That little hobby sparked a six-figure business, which allows me to live life on my terms. Now, I'm here to help you grow your photography business so that you can make your wildest dreams your reality. This is the Equine Photography Podcast.